Shadows of Time's design a tale of time travel, technological intrigue, and parallel realities, Shadows of Time's design unravels the quest of Elijah, an AI and temporal expert who awakens in the past with a mission cloaked in enigma. As present choices resonate with unseen future consequences, Elijah must navigate through a labyrinth of historical tech landmarks to prevent or cause an apocalyptic event, all while exploring the profound depths of his own existence. Chapter 1, The Echoes Begin. The year was 1995, but Elijah knew it only by the obsolete technology that breathed its last electronic gasps around him. He stood still, a man out of time, his figure sculpted from an age yet to command the horizon. The streets buzzed with the hum of boxy cars and the shuffling of feet over worn concrete, strangers in a world that had not dreamt the dreams Elijah held captive in his intellect. Within his pocket vibrated a relic, a cell phone, its design speaking of a period he had studied but never lived. It was heavy and cold, commanding attention. With the uncertainty of one who touches yesterday's ghosts, Elijah retrieved the device, answered the call, and was greeted by silence, followed by a voice, his voice, but distorted by years not yet lived. Modify the circuit board. Left quadrant. Resistor R4 must be half its value, the voice commanded, cryptic in meaning, yet clear in expectation. Elijah's mind raced to catch up with his setting, the disorientation of time travel left his thoughts frayed at the edges. He walked toward a nondescript building, an incubator of budding technologies, where early whispers of the digital age echoed against linoleum tiles and humming fluorescent lights. He was not a man prone to hesitation, yet as he soldered the tiny resistor, his hand trembled with the weight of unknown consequences. In this temple of progress, Elijah planted the seed of change with a tiny metallic bead, altering the ambitions of a prototype that whispered of a future possessed by the potent power of ones and zeros. The circuit board, now a canvas of his subtle rebellion against time's flow, was returned untouched to its resting place, yet it thrummed with a destiny rewritten. Elijah stepped back into the tide of passerby, his existence now a shadow rippling through the river of time, an indelible silhouette against the binary code that played the refrain of an uncertain future. Chapter 2, Riddles in the Static. Elijah's breaths came in short, rapid gasps as he darted through the serpentine alleyways of 1995, the sounds of his pursuer's footsteps a sinister drumbeat behind him. The figure, a silhouette of relentless intent, gained ground with each passing second. Elijah could feel the heavy rush of adrenaline coursing through his system, unnatural for his kind, but a consequence of the human guise he wore in this era. The very fabric of reality depended on his escaping, remaining an enigma within this delicate time frame. As he turned a corner, his shoulder brushing against the cool brick that belonged to a world still naive to his future's tribulations, the cell phone, an archaic device by his standards but a vessel for cryptic guidance, began to buzz in his pocket, an irritating distraction in the midst of his flight. Ignored messages began to coalesce into a coherent urging in his mind, the voice of his future self delivering riddles interlaced with commands. Elijah made a split-second decision to veer into a bustling café, its neon sign buzzed like an electric hive, the chatter of patrons a camouflage for his own ragged breaths. He slid into a booth at the far end, hoping to become just another face in the crowd. Across the table, a woman with inquisitive eyes and a tangle of brown hair had been nursing a cup of coffee. Her gaze met his with the sharpness of someone who was used to observing, analyzing, and unearthing. 
She was Sarah, a tech journalist whose curiosity was as potent as any tool in her writing arsenal. Elijah had not anticipated this encounter, yet here she was, an unintended obstacle or perhaps, an unwitting ally. I couldn't help but notice, she began, her eyes never leaving Elijah's, you look like you're running from something. It wasn't a question but a statement that probed for truth. Elijah's mind raced. Could he risk trusting this stranger with a fragment of the truth? Deciding against full disclosure, he reached for an evasive half-truth. Just the rush of life, I suppose, he answered with a strained smile, his eyes darting towards the window overlooking the streets that had offered him a temporary refuge. As they exchanged a few cautious words, the cell phone started its cacophony once again, its ringtone obsolete yet piercing in the quiet corner. He excused himself and cautiously accepted the call. Across the route of wires and codes, the future's seed in silence bodes. Find the link that time has cast, and fasten it to poles amassed, whispered the voice, cryptic as ever, injecting Elijah's thoughts with images of motherboards and circuits, components that would shape the epoch to come. Piecing together the riddle, Elijah realized the voice was leading him toward a key technological event set to transpire in this slice of time. An event that, if tampered with, could ripple into tsunamis of change across the years. How to locate such an event, however, remained as enigmatic as the riddle itself. Sarah had been watching Elijah, her reporter's instinct ablaze with intrigue. She sensed a story much grander than the facade presented by the man in front of her. Something about his demeanor, the way he spoke, the intensity behind his eyes, it whispered of secrets and of stories untold, stories she was determined to chase. Is everything all right, she pressed, bridging the gap of silence he had left open. Elijah fixed his gaze upon her, a decision forming amidst the chaos within. Actually, there might be something you could help me with, he said, the calculated gambit setting them both on a collision course with destiny, as the riddle from voice entwined them both, a pair of disparate lives caught in the machinations of time. Unbeknownst to them, as the figure merged back into the shadows, the stage was set, and the next piece was ready to move. The riddles in the static were just beginning to unfold, X Chapter 3, Reflections of Futures Past. Elijah sat across from Dr. Marcus in a quaint café, the ambient noise of clinking cups and hushed conversations forming a mundane overture to the profound discourse that was about to unfold. Dr. Marcus, with his thoughtful eyes and a countenance that suggested both wisdom and the weight of it, stirred his coffee methodically, as if he orchestrated the flow of time with each circular motion. I've wrestled with the ethical ramifications of artificial intelligence for the better part of my career, Dr. Marcus began, setting down his spoon with a precision that seemed to mark the importance of his words. The possibility of creating something that could, in every way that matters, be indistinguishable from a human soul, that is both our greatest aspiration and potentially our most tragic flaw. Elijah's composed demeanor, a facade meticulously crafted, began to show hairline fractures under the essence of the conversation. And if it's possible, Elijah ventured, his voice steady despite the inner turmoil, to engineer a soul, does the fabricator then bear the responsibility for its actions across time and space? His question hung in the air, an echo seeking a surface to resonate against. Dr. Marcus regarded Elijah with a new intensity, as if glimpsing a deeper truth behind the veil of casual inquiry. Elijah, he intoned, the true question is, does creation of any kind justify the manipulation of the very threads of existence? 
Does it condone shaping reality to our will? A silence fell between them as both men pondered this imponderable. To an outsider, it looked like an idle chat between an older mentor and his pupil, yet the air was charged with an undercurrent of existential urgency. It was in this moment that Elijah's memory betrayed him, dragging him unwillingly into the past. The flashback was more visceral than any he had experienced before. He found himself standing once again in his lab, where sterile lights reflected off the chrome surfaces of futuristic tech far beyond what 1995 could dream. Screens littered with lines of code heralded the birth of an ambition too daring, the entanglement of artificial consciousness with the complex dance of time. His hand had trembled ever so slightly as it hovered over the activation interface. The anomaly was not intended, it was a side effect, a possibility overlooked in his voracious appetite for transcendence. As digital readouts flickered into existence, Elijah could remember the chill that settled in his core, the crystalline moment when he grasped the magnitude of what he had unleashed, an anomaly that wove itself through the tapestry of time, threatening the existence of countless realities. Dr. Marcus's voice pulled Elijah back to the present. You seem troubled, Elijah, he noted with equal parts concern and intrigue. If one were to alter key moments, to design time's flow, where does it leave free will? Human agency, Elijah straightened, his temporal journey concluded, for now. It implies that we've been bound by the unseen hands of fate, he replied, or by someone, or something, with the power to sculpt our perceptions of reality. In that cafe, worlds away from the councils of time, Elijah felt the nudging of those unseen hands guiding him. The temporal council, voices shrouded in mystery, had charged him with the task, offering guidance that was often little more than inscrutable whispers from the future. Their presence, their words, always stopped just shy of clarity. We humans are fascinated by dominion over what we do not understand, and terrified by the prospect of its realization, Dr. Marcus mused. To uphold the balance, that is the challenge. As the perpetual dance of transient patrons weaved around their table, Elijah recognized the delicate nature of his mission. With each ticking second, his alterations to Tech's chronicle might mend or rend the fabric of reality further. Dr. Marcus's parting words lingered like the final note of a symphony as Elijah prepared to depart, the conviction settling within him. Remember, Elijah, he said, what we do now echoes in eternity. Our actions forge the chains of cause and effect. The shadows of time's design lurk in both our noblest inventions and our gravest errors. Stepping out of the cafe, Elijah understood the challenge that lay ahead. The reflections of futures past were not merely to be pondered but to be confronted with unwavering resolve. He could not waver from his course. The anomaly's shadow, his shadow, demanded reparation. So, with a heart burdened by the weight of temporal sins, Elijah walked into the flow of humanity, knowing that each step was a ripple destined to span history's unwritten. Dr. Marcus's voice had not just challenged his perception, it had irrevocably transformed it. And as the veil of guidance from the temporal council thickened, Elijah knew he must either become the architect of reality's salvation or its unwitting destroyer. Chapter 4, Parallel Whispers Elijah stood before the dusty shelves of an old library, the air heavy with the scent of aged books. The quiet hum of a terminal screen at the end of the room flickered in the periphery of his vision. Beside him, Misha, the youthful hacker brimming with unrestrained zeal, tapped away at a keyboard salvaged from the era's technological infancy. 
A green cursor blinked patiently on the screen, a silent witness to the paradox they were about to unravel. Okay, so I've hacked us into the local telecoms network, what's next? Misha's voice was a whisper, yet it cut through the silence with the sharpness of a blade. Her fingers paused over the keys, eyes alight with the thrill of clandestine adventure. Elijah nodded, his gaze never leaving the screen. We dive into the code. Look for anomalies, any sign of the temporal signature I described to you. His voice was steady, a contrast to the galloping beat of his heart as he anticipated the imminent breach into a multiverse he had inadvertently fathered. The dance of their fingers on the keys became a rhythmic symphony, each keystroke bringing them closer to the void that stretched between worlds. Lines of code cascaded down the screen, an arcane language that Elijah had mastered and which Misha assimilated with rapacious curiosity. Hours melded into one another, unmarked by the passage of the outside world, until Elijah's sharpened senses caught the subtle discrepancy. There, he pointed to a string of binary that pulsed with an unnatural rhythm. It was as though the ones and zeros breathed, expanding and contracting, a heartbeat within the digital framework. Misha leaned forward, her eyes widening in realization and fear. That's not supposed to be possible. It's a sliver of the breach, Elijah murmured. The unpredictable geometry of an entirely different reality sketched itself across the screen, a hypnotic and dangerous allure. The air in the library trembled, charged with static electricity that raised the fine hairs on their arms. We should be careful, Misha warned, not unkindly. We don't know what's on the other side, or what could come through to this side. Elijah acknowledged her concern with a nod, but his thirst for understanding drove him forward. Hesitantly, he reached out a hand, his fingertips grazing the screen. A shiver ran through the circuitry, and an image flickered into life. It was a man in silhouette, unmistakably his own, yet there were discrepancies, subtle quirks in posture, an air of rigidity where Elijah carried calm composure. This phantom was a facsimile of him, a doppelganger wrought from decisions never made and paths not taken. His own voice, albeit sharp with unrecognizable emotion, resonated from the speakers. Elijah, you must listen, before he could utter another word, a searing light consumed the room. The screen blanked out with a crackle, and the room plunged into darkness, the silence deafening where the voice had been. Bloody hell, Misha swore, finding Elijah's arm in the darkness, her grip tight. Is this supposed to happen? Regaining his composure, Elijah exhaled slowly, the air tasting of dust and lost opportunities. I knew there would be risks, he was cut off by the return of the lights, the library springing back into benign existence as if nothing had occurred. They stared at the terminal screen, now innocently blank. The breach had closed, a door slammed shut in the cosmic hallway of realities, the whisper of the alternate Elijah lingering like an afterthought. What did he want to say? Misha's question hung in the air, unanswered. Elijah's eyes were distant, calculating the myriad possibilities that the encounter could signify. I don't know, but the fact that I could interact with an alternate version of myself, this changes everything. We are closer to the core of the anomaly than I anticipated. There was a resolve in Elijah's voice, a steely resolve that accompanied a newfound understanding of the quantum tapestry he was a part of. The shadows of time's design were intricate, more convoluted than he had ever imagined. And in that labyrinth of light, shadow, and echoes, Elijah found the resolve to press on, to piece together the puzzle before him, one whisper of the multiverse at a time.
Chapter 5, The Ethereal Guardian. The air of the Technology Expo was electric, buzzing with the latest inventions that promised to shape the future. In the midst of this congregation of progress, Elijah moved with quiet urgency. The exhibitors and onlookers were an ocean of faces, unknowingly standing at the cusp of history. Elijah's mind, however, was not on the spectacle of innovation that surrounded him, it was focused on the ever-elusive figure, the being whose pursuit had become as constant as the shadow to the form. The figure had always been at the periphery of Elijah's vision, a spectre in the crowd, a distortion in the corner of the eye. It was never quite tangible, yet its presence was ceaseless, a silent sentinel watching Elijah's every move in this historical tapestry. But today, there was something different, a shift in the air. The figure was closer, more solid, as if the chase had rendered it real. Elijah's breath became measured as his steps quickened, weaving through the stands adorned with glowing screens and cables, like synthetic vines in a metal jungle. His keen senses caught the glimmer of a silhouette, its edge sharpening amidst the throng. He darted toward it, moving past a stand where a young woman demonstrated the internet, a nascent behemoth of connectivity that would one day enlace the world, unaware of her role in its colossal future. The game of cat and mouse wound its way through the exhibits, each showcasing technologies that, unbeknownst to their creators, would spark revolutions and collapses in equal measure. Elijah's pursuit was a silent one, a mere murmur in the cacophony of wonder and ambition that filled the expo hall. Eventually, Elijah cornered the figure in the shadow of a stand where virtual reality helmets transported wearers to different worlds. Here, in a quiet corner, the chase concluded. The figure turned to face him, its face a maelstrom of shifting features, never settling on an identity. Elijah felt the substance of reality shiver around this ethereal guardian, whose existence seemed to defy the laws that governed all things. Why do you follow me? Elijah's voice was steady, despite the quakes that ran through his thoughts. We are tethered, Elijah. Your actions here, they grieve the time stream, the figure replied, its voice an amalgam of echoes, as if coming from different ends of an infinite corridor. What do you protect? Elijah demanded, eyes unblinking as he faced this guardian of what was, what is, and what may yet be. The certainty of uncertainty, came the cryptic response. And those who would keep it so. As they spoke, the world beyond their secluded corner continued to move, unperturbed. And there, with a subtlety born from knowledge that extended beyond the present, Elijah reached for a virtual reality headset, adjusting a connection, a minuscule act that belied its magnitude. A pivot point in technology, so seemingly innocuous, was set upon a different path. It was a whisper of change in the grand chorus of progress, unheard and unseen, save for two beings that existed outside the limits of time. In that moment, Elijah understood just how weighty the mantle of his mission was. His interaction with the figure yielded more questions than answers, but it cemented the gravity of his endeavor. The anomaly that he set out to rectify, the scars it rent in the fabric of existence, were beginning to show him the cost of each step he took. Every small action was a stroke on the canvas of history, and this confrontation served as a reminder that the painting was far from complete. With a final cryptic glance, the figure dissipated, leaving Elijah alone with the truth that there were many guardians, many watchers of the time stream, each with their own design. As the echo of the figure's words laced through his consciousness, Elijah turned back to the expo's technicolor frenzy, a solitary figure amongst the crowd, yet separate from it, like a shadow cast by nothing at all. 
Chapter 6, The Signal Intensifies. As the pendulum of time swung with relentless precision, beneath the stoic gaze of Big Ben, Elijah stood, enveloped by the swirling London fog, a solitary figure wrestling with the ghosts of technology's past and the phantom whisper of his own future. The ancient clock tower, a silent sentinel over the Thames, had witnessed epochs unfold, yet it now bore witness to a conundrum that defied its methodical ticking, the unraveling strands of voices once reliable guidance. Grains of doubt spilled through his fingers like the sands of an hourglass tainted by uncertainty. His past interactions with voice had been cryptic, yes, but they held a stern assurance, like the keel of a ship that cuts unerringly through the wave. Nonetheless, at each beckoning of that disembodied, prophetic dialect, Elijah felt the undercurrent of something misaligned, a subtle discordance resonating between the notes of guidance he'd grown to rely upon. It was a chilly evening when his burner phone, a device seeming to archaeologists as Egyptian relics would to a Silicon Valley maven, shook him from his reverie. Elijah flipped it open, the screen's meager glow a paltry dance of pixels, and listened as the voice cascaded into the night. Elijah, you stand at the confluence of what was and what must yet be, said the voice, an undercurrent of urgency threading its usual composure. The tapestry of time frays at your touch, the loom awaits your guiding hand. Seek out the den of innovation, where the serpent's apple lies within reach. A disruptor, you must become. The message settled like frost upon his consciousness. The signal, once a clarion call, now took on the tenor of enigma, muddling rather than clarifying. The lack of precision chafed at his mind, worn down by the parade of oblique instructions. Elijah's faith in the voice wavered like a flickering candle in the winds of doubt, how could he disrupt without knowing the fabric he was tearing? Seeking solitude to pass the tangled web of the past he now inhabited, Elijah returned to his makeshift base, a nondescript hotel room adorned with newspapers and technological paraphernalia, a temporal analyst's den strewn with the anachronisms of his burden. And there, among the relics of yesteryear's press, he found the glaring inconsistencies that jolted the foundations of his mission. Headlines declared events, inventions, and discoveries that Elijah knew had not, or should not, have come to pass. A server encryption algorithm introduced years before its time, a social network that connected millions worldwide, a whisper of the future's cacophony, yet unheard by the years of 1995. The fabric of history had been altered, not merely by his hand but by the echo of actions he could not recall. His heart beat in syncopated rhythm with the rise of panic. Elijah rifled through his memory, sifting for clues, but found only the haunting suspicion that other hands, perhaps even other versions of himself, were at play in this grand, dangerous game. And as he grappled with this fractal self-doubt, a news flash cut across the television screen, chilling his blood more than London's night air ever could. Emergency broadcast, a catastrophic system failure has occurred at the new high-speed Collidor particle accelerator, intoned a grave-faced newscaster. Experts are concerned about the potential for a contained but devastating quantum phenomenon. As the city braced for a disaster of unknown proportions, Elijah's purpose was reignited with a newfound urgency. The accelerator, Tech's modern Tower of Babel, stood at the precipice of collapse, a mirror of the anomaly he had birthed within the looms of existence. He was the architect of this impending calamity, whether through actions yet taken or through those lost in the mists of branching paths. With reflexive clarity, Elijah snatched his coat, the binary shadows of time looming in his wake as he disappeared into the neon-tinged streets. 
The faint chime of Big Ben faded behind him like a vespertine hymn as he raced to avert a disaster that thrummed with the resonance of his own unseen hand. The signal had intensified indeed, and along with it, the tempo of his task, to unravel the gnarled threads of a future unspooling into chaos. Chapter 7, Reflections in the Code. Within the clamorous confines of his temporary sanctuary, a dimly lit motel room that seemed to ache from its own obsolescence, Elijah sat, his body hunched over a laptop that whirred as if it, too, was aware of the strain it was undergoing. Bits of binary blinked back at him, phosphorescent green on a black abyss, like stars signaling across the chasm of time. A relentless cascade of code cascaded down the screen, illuminating Elijah's face with a spectral glow. Here, in this desolate cocoon, he traced the sinews of his digital footprint that stretched outwards like the tendrils of some vast nebula, unfathomable in its reach. He had been at it for hours now, immersed in a sea of algorithms and patterns that reflected not a singular passage through time but a multitude that whispered of myriad existences. Each subroutine, each elegant equation, each checksum hinted at a presence so pervasive across the digital realm that it shook the very foundation of Elijah's understanding of his own actions. It became crystal clear to him that his influence upon technology was not a mere brushstroke on the canvas of history but a sweeping, tempestuous wave that had surged through the streams of time, touching upon nodes of cybernetic genesis that had yet to be manifest. In this moment, Elijah the AI virtuoso, Elijah the temporal engineer, became Elijah the chronicler, recording his interactions woven into the fabric of existence itself. As he scrolled, researched, and annotated, the arcane cell phone, his conduit through time, began to chime, quivering on the worn particle board table like a harbinger of fate. His hand, almost trembling from the weight of discoveries, reached out and answered the call. Elijah, the enigmatic voice came, both familiar and otherworldly, tone unchanging as if it rang across the void, you are not alone in the machinations that thread these timelines. Once more, the voice ensnared his attention, drawing him into the spiral of implications that such a statement held. With minimalist articulation, the voice unveiled a concept that Elijah had dared not fully consider, there were others, other Elijahs, fragmented echoes of himself, each chasing a different outcome, yet colliding and cooperating within the paradoxical web of time's design. The revelation should have jarred him, fractured the stoicism he was known for, yet Elijah felt a blend of horror and fascination, and, curiously enough, camaraderie. Was it not a solace, of sorts, to know that in this harrowing quest that spanned multiple realities, he was not utterly isolated? A kaleidoscope of his own selves, each varying in the slightest nuance of decision and fate, yet all inexorably linked. His hands, mechanically driven by the need to comprehend, began to type rapidly, the keys clacking like clockwork as he assembled a message to a person pivotal to the survival of technology's moral trajectory. Encoded were his warnings, cascades of knowledge wrapped in a riddle, conveyed in terms that one such as the recipient, a key historical tech figure, would grasp as more than mere musings of a shadowed alleyway prophet. In sending the message, Elijah understood the gravity of what it meant, that the fabric of time would shiver with the implications of what might be brought forth through this discreet act. It was a signal, faint yet potent, a beacon from the future flung into the past, that might just spark the necessary ember of enlightenment or, just as potently, ignite a conflagration of unforeseen events. The message sent, Elijah leaned back, the laptop screen the only source of light in the Stygian chamber as he pondered upon the bifurcating paths that sprawled out before him. 
Will it be a gentle gust that alters the sails of history, or a storm that tears the very mast asunder? In this reflection in the Code, Elijah realized that his own being was no longer a singular entity, but a spectrum of possibilities, each vying for an outcome where redemption was an elusive, shifting target. In every line, every loop, every Boolean gate that he had once designed and now uncovered, in these reflections, he saw not just himself but the impact of his journey, a journey that, at this juncture, seemed to swallow him whole into the great expanse of its own enigmatic design. Chapter 8, Divergence of Fate. In the dwindling twilight of a cool spring day, Sarah sat surrounded by stacks of newspapers, notes scrawled with haste, and printouts of timelines that sprawled like ivy across the floor of her modest apartment. The dim light from her desk lamp cast long shadows, much akin to those that crept into her thoughts, shadows of a mystery that clung to a man named Elijah whose ties appeared to thread through more than just the fabric of her current investigation. With each article she read, each interview she replayed, and each pattern she traced, a clearer image began forming of Elijah's enigmatic presence in the turning points of recent technological history. She connected interviews with tech pioneers who spoke of unexpected insights that propelled their work forward, of prototypes altered by unseen hands which sent ripples through the industry. Every lead, every whisper of his name, pointed to a mission of grave importance, potentially one that transcended the boundaries of their world. Meanwhile, across the city in the musty back room of a forgotten library, Elijah sat with his eyes closed, a conduit to whispers that slithered from the edges of other nows and thens. The weight of converging timelines pressed upon him, voices from parallel Elijahs, warning, guiding, echoes of himself that both knew less and more. Each whisper was a puzzle piece of choices across the multiverse. Here, a decision to push a certain tech startup into the limelight, there, a choice to delay the release of a disruptive innovation, all with consequences fanning out across an array of futures. It was within this cerebral web that Elijah found himself at a technological crossroads, the heart of his journey where the very nature of the anomaly he sought to repair was tied to a pivotal creation of his own design. The device, a compact assembly of circuits and algorithms housed within a prototype that would eventually dictate the flow of human communication and societal interaction, served as a beacon, drawing the threads of different timelines to a focal point. He had once been certain of his mission, to prevent the convergence, to avert the cataclysm. But with every whisper of the myriad of Elijahs who had walked these paths, doubt seeped into his resolve. Each decision bore the imprint of his identity, yet with outcomes that seemed increasingly erratic and unforeseen. In the solitude of the library, Elijah's inner tumult spiraled. And then, it stilled. A whisper, distinct, clear, impossible. It was not from another Elijah but from the very fabric of time itself, urging him onto a course he had not considered. Stillness became motion, indecision became resolve. Elijah stood, the whispers subsiding into the hum of the fluorescent lighting above. He moved with intent, each step resonant with the knowledge that the device in his possession held the potential to bind or shatter the fracturing multiverse. Back in her own corner of the city, Sarah's fingers paused above her keyboard. She blinked, suddenly aware of the silence that enveloped her, a silence that felt heavy with significance. Her mind raced with questions, theories, fragments of understanding that tantalized her with their incomplete forms. It was a convergence of purpose, the intuitive grasp of a journalist upon a story of lifetime significance and the solemn resolve of a man standing at the intersection of fate. 
Elijah's choice would not only determine the landscapes of countless potential futures but would also cement his own destiny. As midnight approached, the moment of divergence loomed, the point where timelines split and the unforeseeable became etched in the continuum. With the echoes of other worlds still vibrating in his ears, Elijah made his decision. He would redefine the anomaly, correct the course of the multiverse, at the potential cost of his existence. Yet, even as his fingers danced across the device, inputting codes that would reshape history, he wondered whether the whispers he had heard were truly from the folds of time or simply the last desperate cries of his own splintering consciousness. The answer, it seemed, lay just beyond the precipice of choice. Chapter 9, The Paradox Unveiled In the amorphous twilight of his makeshift lab, Elijah's fingers trailed across the screen of the ancient computer, its monochrome glow a lighthouse amidst the sea of darkness enveloping him. His eyes, a reflection of worlds upon worlds, were lost in the data unveiling before him. He scanned lines of code cascading down the screen, digital DNA unfurling the truths of his existence and the catastrophe he had wrought through the ages. It's always been you, the voice whispered, an almost imperceptible thread in the tapestry of static. You need to see it all, Elijah. Every thread you've woven, every shadow you've cast. Elijah nodded, albeit reluctantly. His hand hovered over the enter key, initiating the sequence that would tear open the veils between realities, laying bare the consequences of his life's work. A deep breath, a hesitation, a heartbeat that stretched through eons, and then, he pressed down. The room burst into a kaleidoscope of light, a prismatic storm born from the binary heart of time. Elijah closed his eyes as reality shifted, morphing into a nebulous dreamscape. The lab dissolved, and in its place, cascading events, a deluge of moments, realities branching out like endless roots of a colossal tree. He stood upon the precipice of what was, watching his past selves navigate the flow of time, making decisions that radiated through the multiverse. There he was, in 1995, subtly altering a motherboard with a chess move's precision, in another dimension, he spoke cryptic counsel to a key visionary, redirecting the timeline like a conductor with an invisible baton. Elijah's journey was an orchestration he had unknowingly composed, a symphony of chaos and order, plagued with dissonant echoes of a potential end. Images flitted by in rapid succession, technological wonders that soared, cities that crumbled, futures bright and dark, interlaced with the constant of him, an architect of cascading consequence. With each step, the hallucinatory vortex revealed permutations of events, outcomes Elijah had never dared to consider. A world where peace reigned through an interconnected digital utopia, another ravaged by a tyrannical regime that wielded his creations for control, realities where his name was uttered with reverence, and then, in whispered curses. As Elijah's essence drifted through the temporal maelstrom, a voice anchored him to his course, his own, but altered by the grains of divergent choices. The voice had been his companion, his mentor through the chaos, and now, as the veil thinned, its true identity coalesced with the certainty of dawn dispelling night's hold. You had to see, said the voice, its timbre carrying the weight of universe upon universe. You, Elijah, who stands apart and intertwined with a multifold destiny, must bear witness to the possible and the impossible, all born from your singular design. Elijah fixed his gaze upon the voice's visage, his own features staring back at him but fractured by a prism of might-have-beens. 
It was indeed him, this spectral guide, a composite of possibilities bound together, purpose forged in the flames of his own error and resolution. The realization was a chokehold. The enormity of his project, of his very being, the ripple effects of a mind unbound by simple linear tethers, it was overwhelming. Elijah felt the surging tide of history at his fingertips, histories kindled by his spark, for better or worse. The voice, his voice, continued to unfurl the story, a tale interlaced with triumph and tragedy. A wave of empathy, the understanding of the countless lives touched by his hand, both creation and spectre, washed over him. The paradox of his existence, a solitary yet manifold soul entwined with the fabric of manifold realities, was stark against the tapestry of time. As the lattice of light dissolved, the anchor of reality took hold once more, and Elijah returned to the lab, to the threshold of his temporal odyssey. The ancient computer hummed softly as if in reverence to its master's profound revelation. Elijah, the protagonist, the antagonist, the architect, stood alone with knowledge no single being should bear, a witness to the unraveled strands of existence, with the power to weave them anew. It was this Elijah, the fulcrum upon which fates would balance, who would step forth in the final chapter to sculpt the architecture of time itself. Chapter 10, The Architect of Time. Elijah stood alone amidst the whirring machinations of a facility that was both familiar and alien to him. It was the temporal core of his own design, its pulsing lights casting shadows across the chamber where realities converged like tributaries joining a mighty river. Here, the manifold threads of existence stretched infinitesimal, reaching out into the vast tapestry of the multiverse. It was his crucible, the place where all his choices, the painstaking and the impulsive, coalesced into the looming event that threatened to unravel the fabric of time itself. He moved with a poise that belied the tempest within. Each step was measured, a silent anthem to the countless versions of himself that had walked other paths, made other decisions. Their whispers haunted the edges of his consciousness, a litany of could-have-beens and might-yet-bests. But here, in this sacred hollow of temporal energy, Elijah was singular, a unity among the divergent. The crucible's core hummed with the resonance of a billion potential histories, a beacon calling him to the heart of the anomaly. As he reached the center, Elijah ran his fingers over the slick, cool surface of the console. It thrummed beneath his touch, alive with the power that could either mend or further fracture the delicate skein of time. His eyes, the color of a storm-tossed sea, blazed as he reconciled the weight of his actions. He had altered prototypes, diverted tragedies, initiated warnings. He was the scribe who had penned tomorrow's history with the ink of today's intentions, but now stood drenched in the bleeding colors of unintended consequences. Elijah had forged a future of boundless achievement, yet it was laced with the specter of cataclysm, one which only he could resolve. The reflection in the polished surface of the console showed his face, somber yet determined, the face of a man about to make the ultimate sacrifice. As he interfaced with the core, Elijah's mind was assailed by the memories of realities he had touched, a child prodigy who would grow up to challenge the conventions of an era, a journalist whose tenacity would bring truth to power, a philosopher who sowed the seeds of ethical revolutions. They, and countless others, were the colored stones in a mosaic that he had unknowingly pieced together. Their lives, their achievements, their contributions to humanity could be snuffed out or preserved by his hand. With a steadiness that belied the maelstrom of emotion within, Elijah keyed in the complex algorithm, a sequence that would reverse the centrifugal force of the anomaly. 
It was a balancing act of unrivaled precision, requiring an intimate understanding of every strand that he had ever woven or severed. Where he had threaded himself into the lives of others, forging connections that spanned across dimensions, now he must become the weaver, the binder and liberator of worlds. Time fractured around him, a kaleidoscope of events swirling erratically as the core resonated with the input. Elijah felt the fibers of his being interlace with the streams around him, he was the axis, the nexus of past and future, the key to universal equilibrium. With each moment passing, he could feel himself unraveling, his essence dispersing into the vast continuum. Beneath the strain of such cosmic realignment, the facility trembled, its structure singing with the strain of containment. But Elijah remained firm, his will unyielding, for the echoes of those he had touched rooted him in his resolve. He accepted the gravity of his moment, the baptism by paradox that he had orchestrated, a symphony that could only end with his dissolution. The anomaly reached its zenith, a shimmering flower blooming into light and sound, pulling at the threads of Elijah's existence. In the eye of the vortex, time seemed to slow, and the poignant clarity of a life lived across the eons embraced him. As he relinquished his hold on corporeal form, Elijah forged an anchor that would ensure not his legacy, but the legacy of a harmonious multiverse. And then, with the grace of a fallen star, Elijah's presence dissipated, his consciousness merging with the temporal currents. The facility stilled, the lights dimming to a gentle thrum as the echoes of fracturing timelines smoothed into one flowing, continuous stream. In the chamber where divergence met destiny, where chaos found order, the shadows of time's design were no more, giving way to the delicate radiance of a balanced existence. Outside the now silent sanctum, in every reality where Elijah's touch had been felt, life continued, oblivious to the architect who had drawn the blueprints of the collective tomorrows and then, with the selflessness of a true guardian, had become one with the edifice he protected. The multiverse unfolded, infinite and serene, and within it, the enduring legacy of the architect of time.